Good morning, everybody, and God bless, and welcome back to Anchor Girls Podcast with your anchor girl, Maria, where every Monday through Friday, I give you a devotional and a prayer um, for the week. Today is Monday. I am not that awake, guys, so if I speak like I don't make sense, I apologize, (laughs) but um, I wanted to say that this weekend, your anchor girl turned 34. My birthday was on Friday, and I turned 34 years old. And I spent all weekend just thinking about so many things. Um, One of them being my baptism. I I was thinking about the day that I got baptized and how a lot of things shifted for me. And it seemed like war came and and storms and tornadoes, tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes came my way. But you know what? We all know that Jesus did not promise us a life with no trouble. He just promised us a life with peace. So I want to speak about that. So let's get into this devotional and let's pray. Hey guys, it's your anchor girl, Maria. And what I do Monday through Friday in the morning is bring a devotional slash prayer. 2020 was such a hard year for me. My prayer life was in a place that I did not want it to be. I had a hard time getting into the word and praying. So I decided that I will record myself praying and give our listeners a devotional that will encourage you and get you ready for the day. So come and join me, your girl, Anchor Girl Maria, for prayer time. All right. So when I came to Christ, let me tell you guys that I thought it was all going to be easy, not going to go through anything. You know, there's no way that a life with God is going to be harder than a life without him. There's no way I'm going to go through trials. There's no way I'm going to go through storms. You know, I'm going to get married and I'm going to have the perfect kids because I'm raising them in in Christ and I'm teaching them about Jesus. And my kids are going to be super awesome. You know, they're going to be, you know, living for the Lord and never giving me trouble. And man, was I wrong. (laughs) It wasn't like that at all. I would like to to ask, where do we get the idea that life will be easy without suffering? God never said this life would be easy and carefree. So what exactly does the Bible say about suffering and hardships in the believer's life? Well, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 through 10, it says, The word of God is read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities and reproaches and needs and persecution and distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. In some versions of the Bible, this passage is mentioned as the thorn in Paul's flesh. Whatever it was, Paul pleaded with the Lord to take it, yet the Lord allowed it to remain. This tells us that the thorns in our lives are for a purpose. The thorns and trials lead us to trust Christ more. 
The hardships make us desperate for Jesus. And maybe, just maybe, that is exactly where God wants us to be. In James 1, verses 2 to 3, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. It says, count it joy when you fall into trials. Don't curse the trial. Don't wish it away. Don't waste the trial. The way we react and live out our lives in the midst of trials show a lost, show a lost and dying world that God is trustworthy. When we are able to count it joy and praise him in the storm, we bring glory to his name. In Romans 8 verse 18, it says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present times are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. These trials, these sufferings, they are nothing in comparison to the glory that will be revealed one day. That gives us hope. It tells us that there is hope in Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. And one day, every tear will be wiped away. Every sickness will be gone. But for now, the trials in this life they lead us and others closer to Jesus. In John 16, 33, it says, In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus point blank tells us there will be trials and tribulations. No ifs, ands, or buts. Jesus knows that if we follow in his footsteps, we will be following him to the cross. And the cross was a lot of pain and suffering. In Peter 4, verses 12 through 13, it says, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fairy trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering. That when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. In this passage, we are giving the instructions to not be surprised by these fairy trial trials. Yet so often we are. We are instructed not to be surprised, yet to rejoice that we are given the gift of partaking in Christ's suffering. So what does all this mean? Why do we share this pass? Why am I sharing these passages? I share them for myself as much as to encourage all of you. I need the reminder that in this world, I will, I will have tribulations. Not that I will never have tribulations. I have to remind myself that every day of my life, I am going to face trouble. I am going to face something. I need the reminder also, though, that, that while we do have tribulations... Jesus has overcome the world. There is hope in his name, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. There is hope in him. There is hope in our, in our Savior's name. Our Savior gives us hope. Our Savior carries us through the trials. And when we cannot handle it, when we cannot go through it, when we feel like we're suffering and we feel like, God, I just can't take it anymore. We need to trust that God is with us and God is walking each and every step with us. And we need to remind ourselves that our Savior went through it too. 
So I encourage you guys today to just look deep into the trials that you're going through. Get deep into prayer with God. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you with the strength that you need to face these trials, that you need to face these tribulations, that you need to face every single thing you go through that might break you or hurt you. Ask God every single day, God, I'm having trouble with my teenage child, but Lord, you are going to get me through this. God, I'm having trouble with my marriage, but God, you will get me through it. Whatever troubles that you are facing today, know that there is hope in Jesus Christ and know that just like God helped Jesus get through the temptations of the enemy, God will also get us through it. All right, guys. So I wanted to speak to you guys real quick about this app called The Chosen. The Chosen is a television drama based on the life of Jesus Christ, created and directed and co-written by American American filmmaker Dallas Jenkins. The series creator stated that they had hoped to distinguish the new series from previous portrayals of Jesus by crafting a multi-season episode-based story. Let me tell you guys, I watched the full season one and then season two episodes one to three. And man, oh man, this series is so amazing. Just by the characters, the acting, everything about it, like... If you have read the Bible with your imagination and you always ask, I wonder how these characters lived and how they are, you definitely want to check out The Chosen. The Chosen is available on any app store and it's also available on Facebook and YouTube. But I do believe that I heard on the live that they no longer were going to have, we're going to be playing any more season two episodes on Facebook or YouTube. But if you want to catch the chosen season one, you could go check that out on YouTube or Facebook. Just type in the chosen and you will get it. Yep. Let's pray. Dear God, You remind us over and over in your word that you are always with us. You tell us not to fear and you draw us close into your presence. You're the only place we find refuge in the storms that surround us right now, Lord. You're the only place we we can find peace and strength. So we ask you for your words of truth and power to straighten us in our inner being and life, our hearts to you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you that you know the way we take and you have a plan. We look to you today, our Lord and Savior. It's your face we seek. Thank you, Lord, for your word that says you give us the power to come out of this trial as gold. Thank you that this storm will not last forever, but we're only passing through. Thank you that nothing has taken you by surprise. You know our journey better than we know it ourselves. And you will use this time of testing for good. You are victorious over every trouble and obstacle. 
Thank you that you have overcome sin and death and any evil that we may face today. And because of you, we too are overcomers. We too can have victory and we can walk strong in your peace. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me in prayer today. I want to encourage you to get deeper with the Lord through prayer, whether it's in your car, bedroom, workplace, or that secret place you have set apart for our Father. Remember that prayer is one of the keys to this beautiful journey with Jesus. So don't be discouraged and don't lose hope. Your prayers are being heard and answered. Always know that God's timing is perfect. Keep the faith and enjoy your day. Join me next time for morning prayers with your anchored girl, Maria. Mm-hmm.